0: Of our lives.
1: We're your hosts, Lexi, Alice, and Mahima. Um, today, we're going to be having some guests, our friends, Joe Joseph Hill, and Emory Joe Joseph Hill. <laughs> Hello. Um, and they're going to be talking about their. If you don't know, they're awesome and they're in a wonderful relationship and we're so happy to have them here with us today. Um, yeah, so they're just going to be sharing with us about their experience and godly relationships in general. Yeah, yeah. Say
2: hi. So- Hello,
3: my name's Joseph.
1: And
4: I'm Amber. <laughs> Get, the Get the
1: voices. Now <clears throat> people know what you guys sound like. Yes, yep. that's
3: me. I'm the guy here. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: And uh, that makes me the girl. So. Yeah. Perfect. All right.
2: So I guess uh, the first question we have is just, you know, can you give us a a brief brief summary, a quick synopsis mm. of, of how you guys started de- dating and how you met and just however much of the story you want to tell, of
4: course.
3: Definitely. Wow, okay. Want me to start? Yeah. From the womb. <laughs> yeah. So I was born on August 28, 2000. Amber was born on August 9. <laughs> 1998. Um, she grew up in London, Ontario. Anyways, okay. So skipping forward 20 years um, and 18 years for me. Um, I came to Western in 2018 for my first year. Um, And I was actually originally playing football at Western um, and I committed to play some football here and for a whole bunch of different reasons um, Most of them being time requirements. I quit the football team Which actually was to the benefit of our relationship in a big way um, Because there's a strong chance. I might not have met amber if I stayed doing football strong chance I wouldn't be uh, active within power to change or anything like that actually if I kept on doing football so Yeah, anyways, that has nothing to do with our relationship just yet, but we're getting there. Um, So, Calvin and I, Calvin's a really, really, really good friend of mine, um, we were both going to Power to Change, and um, one of the first nights, actually even before one of the official nights, we had a a first year mixer type of thing. Mm -hmm.
1: Sorry, just a a disclaimer, Power to Change is a Christian club on our, like, campus and multiple campuses but Mm -hmm. at Western we have a great power to change so just before yes that's mm -hmm. helpful context yeah (laughs) Yeah. in case you're wondering student club on campus
3: thank you actually I'm just dropping random things um (laughs) yeah power to change Christian club (laughs) um yeah so me Calvin and I went to one of the first year Uh, events and amber like saw me you saw me in the room i believe it was like like it's hard not to like look at me um anyways but no no um
4: they can't 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 see
3: you oh that's
4: awkward (laughs) eh?
3: yeah (laughs) hear me um (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah we didn't actually talk much that night what was that like for you that games Mm -hmm. night what did you think
4: it was just a games night like it was after one of my dgs i wasn't even Mm -hmm. thinking about it we're like oh let's go see the first years (laughs) and then there was joe and calvin being goofballs Mm
0: -hmm.
3: classic
4: classic Classic. (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh,
3: yeah so we didn't talk much that night really um but when we i think we did talk was the first power change night
1: Mm must have been
3: um amber was uh, or still is an active member of uh, a church here in london uh, West Linden Lions Church and she did you did like a little promo for the church, right? And then after P2C was done, you were inviting people to come to church. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we I think had our first real conversation. Is that true? Is that fair?
4: Yeah, probably like yeah. more explicit conversation because mm-hmm. I think what like one of my big goals was having first years mm-hmm. go to a church, not just come to P2C. Mm-hmm. And so like I saw like Joe and Calvin, I was like, these seem like good guys like I want to get them out. So mm-hmm. I invited Joe and Calvin, and then they came to church. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where like things started to get more Blossom. involved. Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I came to church with Calvin. After church was done, um, a whole bunch of young adults surrounded us, invited us to come to young adults. Uh, <clears throat> to clear that, young adults is, well, literally, it's, it's self-explanatory. It's young adults <laughs> after church is done. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we went to that. Um, this is where it kind of gets funny and interesting, if it wasn't already, but um, <laughs> I came to young adults wearing a certain outfit, Amber also came that night wearing a matching oh outfit to gosh. me. Oh my gosh. Blue vest. Like blue jeans. grey beige Shirt, yeah. yeah. And then jeans. Wow. wow. Which a is very nice.
1: Oh my gosh. Gosh. That was our,
4: our first photo together, it was uh, a matching photo.
3: So cute. Oh. <laughs> so cute. Uh, anyways. Okay. So, she, she, <clears throat> you actually initiated the photo, which I thought was quite flattering. Is that fair to say, or am I just calling you out there?
4: It's so your emotions. Wasn't-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you did. I thought, I thought, maybe you didn't. <laughs>
4: I think I initiated it. I You're think so. Ready.
3: Which is very flattering it. to me. Um, Because as I said, Amber was a major player in the church, so for her to initiate a conversation with me was like, I'm Ooh. smitten. Um, oh. So... She wanted to take a photo, we took a photo, we talked a little bit, um, I got to know her and her friend, she got to know me and Calvin, it was, it was kind of a, a good friendship at first sight type of thing. Um, fast forward a little bit, I think it gets towards Frisbee, I think at that point, mm-hmm. most likely. Um... Okay. Yeah, you can tell the Frisbee part. What happened to Frisbee? Oh, oh gosh, yeah. okay.
4: Um, I guess Frisbee, our church really loves it. We just play it all the time. <laughs> and so basically everyone who goes to Western that goes to our church likes it. So we mm-hmm. made an Ultimate Frisbee team. We were looking for two new players. Mm. And Joe and Calvin just happened to be, you know, the new kids on the block. <laughs> and I was like, hey, they'd be good ones to add. Sure. So we started playing and that was almost a weekly basis. So this mm-hmm. is like, we're seeing each other a lot. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out after Frisbee. Mm-hmm. Um, my good friend, Nikki, um, and Joe and Calvin, we mm-hmm. all become really tight friends. So mm-hmm. it's like the four of us kind of mm-hmm. doing life together. The, <laughs> squad. Exactly. the squad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. squad. The squad. The yeah. Yeah. squad, <laughs> you
3: know <laughs> Someone throw that term around. <laughs> that, you know? yeah. um, that works out well, eh? Four letters in squad, four people in the squad. And Perfect. Was, wow. yeah, not important. <laughs> squad it's has five, five letters. <laughs> no but the holy spirit yeah so moving on right so there was
4: another in the phone
3: there's five letters in squad um in my head anyways so okay. <laughs> I was just like
4: spelling that yeah. out was like, you like, that's not right
3: <laughs> you could have let it slide oh my goodness it's very much okay
4: anyways um and, and- <laughs>
3: So we're playing a lot of Frisbee, which is really great. Um, I like sports, and we love sports as well. So that was really like a point of contact, and we liked, I don't know, hanging out all the time. We got McDonald's after, all that sorts of stuff. That progresses. Um, Also, in this time period, um, the church opens up on like Monday nights for us to come and like study and play basketball at the church. So Calvin and I also come, and we intersect with amber and nikki pretty frequently so it's like i'm getting technical now right <laughs> this see, is becoming a science <laughs> come on lex i'm getting into it all right so the points of contact are going up to like three to four times a week at this point we have like church on sunday mornings young adults at nights frisbee on like tuesdays mondays we, we study together so we're getting being able to hang out like very frequently at this point which is really good mm-hmm. um and we're hanging out in the groups so we get to like Chat, go get McDonald's and just kind of like hang out as a
4: lot of McDonald's drops here. A lot of McDonald's. Sponsor us, please, anyways, but
3: a lot of McDonald's. But yeah, that was kind of like how yeah. it progressed for a I think bit. the
4: interesting part, because like at that point we were just friends and yeah. like getting to know each other. But we both had close friends. So Nikki <laughs> and Calvin were those friends that we chatted to, you know, about oh, our nice. feelings and who we liked, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And how we actually found out that we liked each other was through our friends. Yeah. So they both found out. And then Calvin came up to Nikki was like, so like um, like what does Joe think about Amber? Mm-hmm. And then Nikki's like, oh she likes him. <laughs> and they were like they were having a chat in the middle of like young adults, mm-hmm. saying like oh they like yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. And then right after we kind of both Figure found it out. out.
3: Exactly, yeah. Because Cal comes back to me. Uh, I'm living in residence at this point, and we go back to residence, um, and he's like, bro, got something. So then he drops the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like brother you're kidding this is not true and he's like it's it's the gospel truth well, it's, not the gospel. Sorry. It's, not, it's not it's not it's not the gospel truth is in the bible anyways he's like it's the truth man like it, it, it actually happens she likes you i was like man no i gotta no i doubt it um and he's like man like i nikki said it's true um so that kind of happens then like when nikki tells Changed you the game. it did oh. change the game because i thought it was like a, a very much of a one-way street um but it ended up being a two-way highway so did like did nikki tell you in a similar fashion or, or different than that
4: honestly she just like right after they talked she told me really she's like amber i have to tell you something guess what Joe likes you oh bro there's
3: no finesse in that
4: <laughs> it was exciting though okay, you know okay. you want to tell your friends those types of That's things very nice. so, That's very nice.
3: yeah um Oh, after this comes the end of the Frisbee season. So yeah, as we mentioned, the good part. yeah, this is a good part. Um, after the Frisbee season, um, we lost, unfortunately, in the semifinals oh, or quarterfinals. Oh, Too bad. Um, something good came out of it, though. But we didn't
4: lose. Oh, Good. Nice.
3: Oh, nice. got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moxie. I like that. It's good. Um, so, yeah, we didn't lose. We won. Amber and I, Technically um we go to the season ending party amber drives me home back to residence um calvin volunteers to drive with somebody else <laughs> yes. even though we both live in the same residence um he's like i'll just give you guys you know your time um so what amber, a good friend what a good friend we need more people like this um shout out to calvin shout out. big shout out i know you're listening you
1: better be listening
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and while we're driving home a deer runs across the road crazy um amber, the deer the, the deer come on our mascot oh yeah exactly it's our spirit animal um oh, what? not really uh, <laughs> deer runs across the road um amber nearly hits it but she's, she's okay
4: that's added to the story
3: I'll, it's my perspective okay let me tell it was in a field and no we saw it well, a that means you're driving in the field then because <laughs> you nearly hit it so. okay deer runs across the road amber nearly oh hits goodness. the deer we almost die near-death Ooh. experience oh my sure we yeah. pull off on the side. It's I say, emotional day. I know, it is emotional. <laughs> this
4: is not true. I heard this story <laughs> no. so differently. A deer. Across
3: the road. It did dart across the road. There was a deer, though.
1: Okay, anyways, <laughs> the deer.
3: Thank you. Amber pulls off on the side. I say, hey, you want to go like look after the deer? Or look not look after, but like, <laughs> look, look for the deer. Um, and she's like, yeah, of course. Um, so we get out of the car. And we're in a wooded area on Western's campus. Um, So there's trees around, but it's... Right near
4: the music building. You've probably seen it many times. Uh, Music music. building. (laughs) That's the forest.
3: Exactly. And, um, yeah, we're walking through there. Not much space there, but we get pretty close to the deer. It must be, like, three, four meters away. Or what did you say?
4: I thought we lost it, but... Say again? Sure. Yeah, Yeah, it was close to us.
3: Yeah, it's, like, three, four meters away. Um, And... Um, I'm following it. Amber's following it. We're following each other, following the deer. Um,
2: (laughs) There's a big build up to this. I know, I
3: know, I know. So then I slip and fall and grab like Amber's arm as I'm falling. Oh no. And I'm kind of in like a, you know, a vulnerable position. So I'm kind of like, Amber, (laughs) <laughs> what
4: does that mean
3: because no it goes along with the next statement i'm about okay. to say oh, okay i'm yeah. like amber like would you like to go on a date with me and and the because at this point i'm kind of like i'm like looking up at her i'm like man she could really crush me right now like just like be like no i don't even like you um,
1: dramatically die exactly
3: <laughs> fall down the hill all, the
1: deer trim. it's all
3: over for me really um but uh, what did you say when I said that? What was your response?
4: I think it's like the quickest yes I've ever had to something. Aww. That's very nice. Like he didn't even finish his question. I was like, "Yep." That's
3: very Aww. nice of you. Yeah. Um, so that uh, that was really great. And leading up to this, I had gone and, and looked at like three or four coffee shops Thanks. downtown. Uh, and taking oh taking like pictures and like, trying to like, <laughs> see wow, where I'd like to see. he sit. got prepared. Wow. He, uh, did, yeah. he, he
4: took videos and yeah. he was so embarrassed to put his phone up. Yeah. They're all just of his feet walking through coffee shops. <laughs> so prepared. I picked a good coffee shop though, I yeah. think. Yeah.
3: Um, went to Commonwealth Coffee, sponsor us <laughs> as well. And, and we went there. Uh, and that was such a great conversation actually. Because mm-hmm. we'd had a lot of hangouts and group scenarios. Especially young adults, mm-hmm. frisbee. But I never really got to know little Amber just by herself just yet. Mm-hmm. So we get to sit down there, talk for about two hours or whatever, um, and this is going right into December of first year. Mm-hmm. So it's nearly time for Christmas, nearly time to go home, uh, for me to go home. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So how how what did how did things progress like after that? In like your opinion?
4: Yeah. So it was Christmas break. So we went home. There was like a bit of you know physical separation, but we continued to text and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, our church went to a conference called Cross Conference, and it's basically a missions conference that's focusing on learning about it and how, you know, God's glory, specifically that year, mm-hmm. um, applies to our mission in in evangelizing to others, mm-hmm. um, especially and then more specifically cross-culturally, mm-hmm. that's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it was in, what, (coughs) Louisville? Yep. That place. Mm -hmm. And so the bus ride was like seven or eight hours. Mm -hmm. And on the way back, me and Joe sat beside each other and (laughs) happened to, you know. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) the whole time we were talking about all the things that we'd learned over this conference. Mm -hmm. The main subject being the glory of God Mm -hmm. and what it means to glorify God in how we live Mm -hmm. um, and kind of what our... Um, thoughts were on that and how we came to understand how God's like ultimate aim is to glorify himself mm-hmm. and how we are part of that design and for me that was a very solidifying conversation and saying okay I've gotten to know Joe but now I also see that like one of his like main priorities is to serve God and glorify mm-hmm. him and that was then I was like okay th- this, is, no this is it for me yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
3: that's really great. You tell that really well. Um, yeah, I, I can't add anything more to that. That that conversation was extremely important for me as well. Uh, I knew you like to have fun and play sports and stuff like that, but through no no. But honestly, through that conversation, um, I saw and was aware of way more than that, right? Um, that like you're not just a, a funny person who enjoys you know interacting with new people and that sorts of thing, but you cared about much bigger purposes and you cared about what God had planned for you and ultimately what God had planned for the world, right? So. In that conversation i was like yeah <laughs> this could go somewhere mm-hmm. um very serious um and yeah it, it's funny how because uh, that's ultimately what dating is it's spending time with someone being able to talk to them enjoy mm-hmm. their presence um and it, we had a microcosm of that on the bus mm-hmm. of just being able to like spend time with each other <clears throat> excuse me um so yeah the bus yeah. ride ends and that goes super well, and then uh, we had like we went to a friend's cottage for a ski trip with a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, got to hang out a little bit there as well, and this is like early January at this point.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. So, January fifteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Oh. Um, Amber <laughs> drops me off at residence. Um. Again, back home, and um, I had decided in my mind that I wanted to date this girl. Um. And that I saw her being. Um, someone that I could, yeah, I could see myself, you know, spending my life with and someone that I really wanted to get to know better. Um, so I'm in the car here, sweating bullets, um, thinking, you know, similar to when I asked her on that first date, like, you know, I could be becoming really vulnerable here, putting my, my heart on my sleeve as some people say, whatever that means, but just, yeah, really asking her for this opportunity. And, uh. I say a nice little something something to start it off like we've been spending it we spend a whole bunch of time together I have really enjoyed um, the time we spend together um, not only are you a fun person but you love God and um, it's obvious that that shows through a lot of your life um, and I would love for us to you know take our relationship even more seriously would you be willing to be like my girlfriend or something like that um,
4: is that how you said it
3: I think that's close to how I said it <laughs> but I say it better now than I did back then um, <laughs>
2: Nervous? Come on yeah, in. It was basically
4: yeah. like I want to date you. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I did say that. I did. That. Oh my God.
3: But I said the cute he stuff had, at the start. He had, he
4: had a prequel. That's right. That's
3: right. That but yeah. I did just end up saying yeah. I want to date you. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say when, when I said that?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's like really like get to the point kind uh, of girl, you know? Yeah. 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 Wow. Right. Can you guys see why we love Joe and Amber yes. so much? They're mind? pretty awesome. Yes. Um, yeah. I love that story. That's so
2: good. So we have some questions that we want to go through because this is a big, a big topic. In your guys' opinion, why do you think um, God calls some
4: into relationships? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this is a good question, Um, and I've been thinking about this a couple times because there's no perfect answer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the Bible, like God doesn't actually call people to dating, which is kind of interesting to me. He calls us to, to fellowship with one mm-hmm. another and to come together. Mm-hmm. And Paul talks about how you should go into marriage. So it's like one or the other. You don't really get a good example of mm-hmm. like the dating mm-hmm. aspect. Um, but then there's this whole area of like our life in Christianity that's up to discernment and biblical discernment. And I think like for me, that was more of the process of getting to do I want to intentionally pursue relationship with this person Hmm. Um, and not necessarily to say like I'm having a boyfriend for the rest of my life but it's an intentional relationship is kind of how I would define a dating relationship
3: yeah, that's a good answer. I wasn't thinking much; I was just listening to you. Um, but, <laughs> uh, let me let me try to bounce off that a little bit. Why does God call us into relationships? Yeah, I would definitely agree that dating isn't something that we find biblically. Um, not to say that it's wrong; I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is—it's an interesting zone and area that you have to do a lot of discerning and deducing for because it's not there explicitly in mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, what I would say though is that God does call us to have you know companionship, and that mm-hmm. in the beginning, obviously with Adam and Eve. God didn't desire that Adam would be alone by himself. And that doesn't mean that you need to be dating or need to be in a relationship, like boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing, because that companionship can come in other forms, of course. Um, but I think for this term, like why does God call you into into relationships? Um, I think it's ultimately to, 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 to glorify him. And I know that sounds like a cop-out answer, but it really isn't. Um, it's a very like honest and truthful one and one that I might try to like Dance around, but then you recognize, like, well, if everything's to glorify God, then this relationship is to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I say that, and I understand that it sounds cop outish, whatever you want to call it. But like, it's it's very true. It's it, it is yeah. meant to glorify Him, and it's meant to, um, even even in growing Amber or growing myself, we're supposed to grow so we can better glorify God, or we mm-hmm. can you know develop our spiritual disciplines in a way, or we can develop our spiritual maturity in a way. Um, and if our relationship gets in the way of that then that's, that's a problem, right? You have to kind of acknowledge that. Maybe that's a question for later. But anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I think that God would call us into these types of friendships, especially boyfriend-girlfriend or, or marriage down the road or whatever, that sorts of stuff, is, is ultimately to point back to him and to, to glorify him. Um, because, yeah, that's what he's in pursuit of all the time. So
1: Yeah, and I don't think that that's like a a cop out like mm-hmm. I think that is like the main reason yeah. like like mm-hmm. you were saying he calls us to glorify him in everything mm-hmm. and a big part of our life is relationships whether romantic relationships or friendships or whatever mm-hmm. um, family relationships all these things that he's put us in and all these places like are meant to glorify him because mm-hmm. I, I love what you were saying about you were both learning at that conference about um, like everything is to ultimately glorify mm-hmm. himself and mm-hmm. we're part of that plan exactly. mm-hmm. um, and that's, that's so cool because mm-hmm. it's like Through all these different aspects, through friendships, through romantic relationships, we're able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't think it's a cop-out at all. Thank you, Mahima. I think that's the truth. Amen and amen. Um,
3: (laughs) Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And also, a follow-up question for that that same question is, what have you learned about being a couple while both pursuing the Lord? I think, Joe, you kind of Mm -hmm. talked about how... um, as you're both pursuing the Lord, like and pursuing each other, how that like goes hand in hand. So maybe mm-hmm. if you could just like discuss that oh, yeah. more with us.
3: Yeah, um, this is this is a, a great question because um, I've learned a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've learned a lot about my myself, and this will. I think we're going to talk a little bit about challenges and those sorts of things in the future as well. But I've definitely learned um, where I fall short, and I've learned a lot um, about uh, some of my weaknesses and shortcomings. And what's important, something that I've also learned, is that Amber's not going to be the person to complete those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is really important. Amber and I talked about this. We talked talking about this earlier today, that we, we're not going to be able to complete each other. Um, ultimately, mm-hmm. God has to do that. Um, and we can maybe help direct each other to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can help maybe direct Amber to something, and she can definitely help direct me to where I need to grow. Um, but I've learned that there are areas of my life that I fall short, um, and I need to look to God to complete those. Um, is one thing I, I don't know. That's kind of something that I stumbled across, definitely.
4: Yeah, I think going off of that, there's definitely kind of a, a needed remembrance of like our sinful nature when we come into a relationship. Because mm-hmm. like I'm a sinful person, obviously, and Joe is a sinful person as well. Mm-hmm. So when we come together, it's not gonna like become perfect. Like that mm-hmm. idea of completeness. Like we're not gonna be completed, mm-hmm. but individually. And our with our relationship with Christ, like we are completed through him. Like mm-hmm. we are given righteousness through him and what he has done. Mm-hmm. So if we don't remember that, we end up burdening each other with like trying to fix our own incompleteness, mm-hmm. which it is not going to help. It's going to kind of create that tension mm-hmm. in between people. Um, so at least for me, like learning that I actually need to have my eyes focused on Christ yeah. and what he has done. And it's almost like you're walking next to somebody while pursuing Christ.
3: Sure. Yes, yeah.
4: that's a really good
2: image, I think. And
4: that's cool that you mentioned that because that's something that I've also had
2: to mm-hmm. learn a lot, especially in this time with like seeing less people mm-hmm. and even like not able to see see my boyfriend Ryan mm-hmm. right now. It's it's that idea where like a lot of this like love or this like comfort or peace, you're, I, I found out I was like putting that on another person or like mm-hmm. other people and God is kind of saying like hey they can't fill that they can't be the ones to give you that love that you crave they can't fill that and then like you were saying like you get mad at them because they aren't <laughs> filling that, until you realize like oh i need to look to i need to look to christ i need to let yeah. him mm-hmm. be the one to to fill me and then also receive and give love to this other person walking beside me but realizing that ultimately it comes from the Lord
1: yeah and I love that too because um you know like other people don't complete us like whether they're romantic partner or not like Mm -hmm. nobody can feel that love because in the beginning God designed us to be in relationship with him and Mm -hmm. because of sin we're separate from that Mm -hmm. and we a lot of times we try and find that from other people Mm -hmm. but like no person no sinner can complete that like, and fulfill that desire, you know, for God. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's so important that you guys realize that in your relationship because, like, uh, the main, um, you know, concept in our world is like, oh, like, my soulmate, they complete mm-hmm. me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, I don't think that's true because I think mm-hmm. only God completes us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know only God completes us. So mm-hmm. it's really cool that both of you in a relationship are realizing that and, like, helping each other to... Like, point each other back to God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And even
4: on top of that, like, it's not like a one-time you think of this and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a daily thing yeah, to recognize true. that, like, we're completely dependent on Christ, mm-hmm. not completely dependent on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have to keep telling yourself that over and over.
3: That's a word, yeah. It's
1: true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. So, moving on to the next question. So... Um, what are some challenges that you faced in your relationship? Um, yeah, okay, let's start with that.
3: True. Um, yeah, I actually have a quick, not a quick answer for this. I have an answer for this <laughs> one um, because it, it ties into I guess the question before it. Some challenges that I faced, which ties into things that I've learned, is that I'm uh, I'm a. Uh, an overly independent person at times, um, and that has become a challenge for us. And I think it was surprising to Amber um, because when she met me, I was anything but independent. I was always around other people. I was always um, loud and outgoing and rambunctious and playing frisbee and jumping and, rawr, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah, all of that <laughs> yeah, all the, time. All Chasing the deer. time. Chasing deer. <laughs> there wasn't anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then uh, as Amber was dating me and as I was dating Amber, I was like, man, I kind of just I'm kind of just sometimes you guys can see what I did there. But I was kind of like, I'm just kind of mellow. I did the action again. Anyways, <laughs> um, but but I, I'm relatively like mellow and independent and kind of just do my own quiet thing at times. Um, so I think that was a challenge for us um, mm. at a certain point. And I guess it is even nowadays. Um yeah and, and it, it, it took a lot of just honesty and, and me being like oh i apologize because I, I didn't even know i was like this until i had to be this close to someone who saw me when i'm like this oh, you guys can't see this either when i'm high when i'm not high <laughs> but like when i'm like enjoying like everybody's presence around me and times when i'm just like chilling i'm just like taking a very low key watching a youtube video very quiet to myself um reading whatever it may be um and those things seem like such like polar differences like they're just so starkly mm-hmm. different um, so, and I never had someone like Amber who was around me to see both of those. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of had to be like, oh, like right now I, I don't want to do anything like at all. Um, and like, it's it's weird, I guess. And, and I felt, you know, sorry at times because I just didn't know if it was, uh, misleading maybe right. is a word. Um, so anyways, yeah.
4: Yeah. And I think it, on the receiving end of that, sometimes how I would take his kind of like emotional drop mm-hmm. was that like he wasn't happy or interested around me. Mm -hmm. And it was like this lie that I was telling myself um, in these situations. And I think the best thing for us was that Joe was able to kind of explain that feeling that he has, that he normally has this period in which he just comes down from a situation. And we actually termed it that, we named it, um, so I could understand where he was coming from. Um, So in those situations, instead of saying, okay, Amber, he doesn't want to be around you, mm-hmm. um, like be upset, 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 all the bad emotions mm-hmm. um, that I'd say. OK, I, I recognize that this is something that he needs to do and is a value and then kind of love him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was kind of a phrase that I kept bringing up is that something that um, maybe isn't like most natural to me it, and something that he does. It, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just something different. It's a different way of going about things. So you mm-hmm. kind of have to love people for their differences. Mm-hmm. Well said. What do you
0: guys feel like God kind of taught you about yourselves and each other through that? I know you and already himself, touched on it, but well. yeah, yeah. It just, yeah, That's
3: yeah. a good point. Hmm. That's a good question. What has God taught me through that? <clears throat> um, okay, here's a really practical thing God taught me, and then I can I can talk about something. A little, sorry, slightly more spiritual, but a very practical thing that God taught me through that was like self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hadn't done much of that before as i said this wasn't something that i thought of deeply um and, and not self-reflection that that tried that got caught up in like me 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 but like thinking like oh, okay god you made me this way um this is like this is the character and the personality you've given me and it's not a bad thing um it's just a, a thing that i wasn't aware of um so there was definitely a time of self-reflection and god taught me and walked me through that um because i was confused actually i was like man i this is weird i don't get why i do this um so that was one, and then I think on a on a a spiritual level um something that God taught me well this is i guess in but be, be, in between us um He taught me how to uh like trust someone else um with with those feelings and emotions, I guess it's not kind of on an emotional level more than anything, but I hadn't opened up to someone um in the same way that I was opening up to amber and sharing with her. Um, some things that i just self-reflected on and it took a little bit of trust to be like um these are some of what you're getting with me um and i remember that actually being kind of a hurdle that i had to jump over uh, because i knew if i put it out there and and called it what it was the as we titled it and named it and kind of tried to you know address it as like coming down or whatever you want to call it um that i'd be letting you in on something that was kind of personal to me um and i had more or less barriers up about that sorts of things so that was kind of a Another thing that I kind of learned in in that, anyways, yeah. It's one yeah,
4: and I, I'd say for me on that same kind of train, um, one thing that I've struggled with like a lot uh, is believing untruths, is what I call them, and I would say they're definitely like Satan working his way into our thoughts mm-hmm. and making us feel insecure um, or unworthy or undeserving of love. And it was something that I had to really identify because in relationships it's interesting because your sin isn't hidden It's actually kind of exposed. It's extrapolated. It's mm-hmm. it's made bigger because mm-hmm. it's actually applying to someone else a little bit more mm-hmm. um, So it was a process of kind of recognizing those things and then like praying Against them and and opening my Bible and saying okay. What are the promises that I find in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Um, and they like yes, i'm I'm sinful and I am totally depraved like i I'm not much myself, but mm-hmm. um, like God loves me is the first thing. Um, mm-hmm. and he he says that I'm worthy. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of reminding myself of those things so that I don't kind of attribute any of those feelings to to what Joe has done, because I, I think it's it's an inner inner battle of, of this like lies that that mm-hmm. I listened to sure. so trying to expose those things was Definitely. was something that I I learned mm-hmm. yeah and maybe even from
2: before like relying on his
4: reactions mm-hmm. or his
2: reassurance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of that love instead of you know
4: exactly getting
2: it from the Lord which is which is huge and I think we all do it, whether in a really romantic relationship mm-hmm. or not we we look to our our family, our friends, our Mm -hmm. uh, teachers, our, you know, spiritual leaders and want that reassurance somehow. But I think, um, like you said, it's kind of magnified Mm. when it's Mm -hmm. in such a close relationship and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh shoot, this person knows, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this person knows. And I, God kind of reveals that very obviously. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, what you said just Mm -hmm. now really spoke to me too, because Mm -hmm. we've actually been talking about that recently because I feel the same way of like um, being emotionally vulnerable, not just in romantic relationships, but even in friendships, like yeah. with these two girls uh, and other people as well. Um, I often feel like if I bring it to God, mm-hmm. like that's enough, and I think He calls us to you know bring it to Him first and lean on Him yeah. for that ultimately. But He also does put people in our lives mm-hmm. intentionally for us to be able to share that burden with them and like mm-hmm. also rely on their support in that sense and. Um, I definitely shy away from doing that, but I think it's like super important. So I'm, I'm glad that you like shared that little testimony. Mm-hmm. That's very it. true. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And someone can kind of share that burden as well too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, which is which you've done very well actually, especially with that specific topic. So that Thank you've you. done very well to support and be like, yeah, you don't have to be, Ashamed of that in any way, which Mm -hmm. I don't think there is any need to be ashamed of your personality or your character or anything like that So I'd agree.
4: I think Mm -hmm. it always surprises me that when you kind of release something internal that people aren't gonna turn around and hate you They actually Mm -hmm. respond quite well, especially if they're people that care about you exactly Mm -hmm. like it it Always turns out better than you envision. That's true. Actually, And again, that's an untruth the, yeah, the,
2: exactly the, the devil's yeah. trying to tell us like oh don't tell them this because yeah. he knows it'll help he knows that yeah. it'll mm-hmm. set us free mm-hmm. the truth sets us free mm-hmm. and um so yeah that's yeah. that's a really good word and that's mm-hmm.
1: like the beautiful thing about christian community right like we're all here together like god ultimately like we have to go to god but he gave us each other like you were saying alice um and i think it's cool like even with relationships like you were saying at the beginning, Amber, that. Like Paul says, like it goes from like, you know, there's no like dating period, you know, it's like right from like you meet or whatever, and then you get married. And it's like Christian community <laughs> mm-hmm. always. And that's really interesting that like even a relationship, like a romantic relationship is a different version of Christian community mm-hmm. in that way, you know, mm-hmm. like you're still called to glorify God and to be accountable to each other mm-hmm. um, in your struggles and in even like um, your mountains and you know like mm-hmm. then the good mm-hmm. things that are happening in your life like mm-hmm. God calls you to that Christian community in that sense as well um, yeah. yeah
2: and our our last question um, would be what advice would you give to Christian couples in whatever stage of their relationship but I think it's cool that um, you know we hear a lot from like mm-hmm. married couples and, mm-hmm. and and that right there's not I don't know I don't know what you guys find on on like other podcasts yeah. or like, you, but because there is no like dating advice in the bible per se because mm-hmm. it's like fellowship mm-hmm. to like we've been talking about but mm-hmm. what what advice would you give um to i don't know whoever is listening hopefully people are
4: listening oh, <laughs> we're listening yeah. um, you got two listeners come on we're here
3: yeah. um yeah go ahead
4: uh i think like touching on we've been talking about kind of community and fellowship Mm -hmm. and the importance of that. And that would definitely be one of my first um, suggestions is that you either have one friend that Mm -hmm. you can turn to and kind of talk through things um, outside of the relationship. Um, I think that's super beneficial for accountability, Mm -hmm. um, for encouragement, for support, um, for all those different things. Because you're not just living life with the person that you're dating. It's Mm -hmm. not just you. Um, It's it's a whole Mm -hmm. church. It's it's a group of people. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of found that in some different ways Mm -hmm. Um, And and even looking to people that are older and mature has been quite helpful Mm -hmm. Um, We tried to to meet with some older couples and just ask them questions and Mm -hmm. see like what what worked for them What did what didn't yeah, because every every couple is is different. So Mm -hmm. that advice was really kind of edifying to us
3: Yeah, that's really true. Um I'll touch on that as well, then I'll say something else. But yeah, I think it is really important to look outside the relationship at a certain point, which is funny. You're asking for advice on dating, and we're saying look outside of your relationship. But no, not not for everything, but to make sure that you have a support system um, mm-hmm. that isn't just your girlfriend or that isn't just your mm-hmm. boyfriend. Um, because I think it makes you a better boyfriend to have a support system outside of mm-hmm. your girlfriend, or it makes you a better girlfriend to do likewise, um, that you will be able to um, you mm-hmm. know, enjoy that relationship more when you are in a men's discipleship group when you're in a prayer meeting with people who aren't just your girlfriend um because you're going to be growing spiritually from other people um from other perspectives from other points of view and it it really does energize and allow you to um yeah lead or 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 love each other in in a better way um so that's one thing and then the other thing um is i think personally for something that I've learned it kind of can go even with the question we asked before this. Um, But while dating each other, this sounds super simple, um, uh, try to be the most honest and genuine you can be. Um, And and that's not to be like, I'm not saying uh, make your subjective truth your truth. No, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm I'm saying uh, acknowledge who God has made you um, and be confident in that. Um, God has made people beautiful and made people special for who they are and who they are as, as being unique people. So be okay with that um, and, and address that and be um, comfortable speaking about those things early from the beginning. Um, I don't believe God desires us to appease each other in a way where we neglect our own personality or character. Um, he wants us to be in relationship with other people, but I don't think he wants us to compromise on the things that he blessed us with. Um, so, in your relationship, um, don't assert your truth or what—that's not no. Don't do that. Um, I don't think that's biblical either. But I, I would—I would encourage you um, to be confident in who God um, has created you as as a person, as a someone with a, a personality, um, and talk about those things. Talk about how those things can interact, how they can conflict at times, how they can complement in other times, um, and be yeah, be comfortable with that. Um, too often, I know I would. Um, maybe well. subdue those things and, and just be like, well, whatever Amber wants, I can provide for her. Um, but that goes right against the things we talked about before. I, I'm not going to be able to complete what Amber needs, um, nor will she be able to complete what I need. So it is, it is best for me to provide her a genuine picture of who God has made me. Um, and then she can love whoever that is. Um, and then I, I will love her back. So um, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, but that's kind mm-hmm. of a, an idea of, that's
0: what I of. Wow, that is some really good advice, and not really not advice. advice that you really hear every day yeah. about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: think I think also like celebrating who God has created us mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. but also realizing how certain tendencies, like don't use that as, that as an excuse to continue living in sin. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it, you yep. know, realizing God has created us certain ways, but how the the enemy uses that to to go against right. So mm-hmm. boldness isn't bad, but. Mm-hmm. It can turn into pride to pride and oh, okay because I'm bold because I'm going to be louder than you. I'm Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Or I'm quiet. So that means I I shouldn't like share these things that Mm -hmm. God has Mm -hmm. called us to like, like give to other people to Mm -hmm. share that burden. Mm -hmm. But I think that's so important, like realizing God created us good. Mm -hmm. And um, so trying to get back to the original design. But again like not just being like, Oh, God created me this way. Whatever. Good. Yeah. He wants yeah, us to change. grow. He wants us <laughs> yeah. to get better yeah. and yeah. always improving. But
0: even your story mm-hmm. showed how God kind of broke that down for you. Like mm-hmm. like you said when you used to be super, super independent mm-hmm. and um, in dating Amber you've had to learn to mm-hmm. kind of relinquish some of that yep. independence.
3: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely that that's yeah, exactly Alice. That's something I had to grow in. Mm-hmm. Um because something I became very comfortable in um and recognize so i can tell her honestly this is who i am this is kind of the person that god has maybe set me up to be but i'm not willing or i don't want to just stay there mm-hmm. um i am willing to change i'm willing to grow um but will i will i completely change to become this sort of person probably not But not denying exactly yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. so there's exactly. room for change but i'm not gonna, i'm not going to become a different person because yeah yeah that's not reality or realistic there's
4: like the core of who you are who Mm -hmm, god made you to be but then there's also the process of sanctification exactly and so that that's that's the place for room that's the place for Mm -hmm. improvement within Mm -hmm. like yourself and who you are yeah and so when you hide those things it makes it really hard to change yeah because you're you're denying this this hidden area of your life keeping it
2: in the dark you gotta bring it out into into the the light light. yeah
1: I think it's really important too, like in that relationship and with that Christian community of people outside Mm -hmm. of your relationship that you, um, you've built, I think it's important to, um, be open to accountability, to, um, having other people call you out in love, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um based on biblical truth, right? Mm-hmm. And what God says, like whether it's your significant other or those people that you trust, exactly. um, who you know, like want, who love you and want the best for you, mm-hmm. like in God's design. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really important. Like mm-hmm. not changing yourself to become a different person, but allowing that room mm-hmm. for people to mm-hmm. bring that correction, you know, where it's needed.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah, It's a good balance. It's a good, it's another podcast for you guys. How to <laughs> Open up room for change, but also still <laughs> remain who God calls you to be. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, we're yes. so Wisdom grateful that you guys joined yes. us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome.
3: You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are
4: like good questions just to ponder even like later, you know? This is true. This is
3: true. We got a lot of how you've gotten stuff you for the car ride home. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we would love if one of you guys would close us off in prayer no.
3: I could pray. True. Sure. Yeah, that'd be okay. awesome. Yeah. Uh, dear God, I thank you so much for um, today and this conversation that we've been able to have, Lord God. Uh, ultimately, you have, uh, well, ultimately, you've saved us, Lord God. You've given us your son, Jesus Christ, um, as an opportunity to have a relationship with you. Um, and because of that, we're able to, you know, have eternity in heaven. Um, but I guess on top of that, Lord God, and that's that stands alone, but on top of that, we were able to have relationships with other people. We are able to have friendships. um you know, marriages, all these sorts of things, Lord God, and, and I pray that you just, you just bless all those, um, that you would allow us to see you in the midst of any of these relationships, um, friendships, dating relationships, um, and Lord God, that you'd be the center and the focus of all of that. Um, I pray if there's any, you know, for the people listening and if they're for, for, you know, us at this table, Lord God, if we find any stumbling blocks in ourselves that make us, um, you know, hindrances to our relationships and hindrances to um, loving and knowing you, Lord God, that you would take them away, um, that you would allow us to see you clearly and to follow you clearly. Um, Thank you for this conversation. Such a blessing. um, And we know this has been made possible by you. Um, In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
2: And may we glorify you
4: in everything we do.
2: You guys Thanks a, so much for listening. I was going to say have a good night, but I don't know what <laughs> good time Good night. Merry Whatever. Christmas. <laughs> we will see you Year. next time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>